Welcome to This is Type 1, real-life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had type 1 diabetes for 23 years. By day, I'm a process analyst in the power industry, and by night, I'm an author, blogger, and virtual assistant. I'm passionate about type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me. I'm Jesse Tuggy, and I've had type 1 for 7 years. I love hiking and painting, and I'm looking forward to working as an engineer after college. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my future and learn everything I can about it. Each week on the show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, bring on cool people with connections to type 1, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. Welcome to episode 31 of This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today, we're talking about why you should attend a diabetes camp, even if you're an adult. Jess and I met at Panther Camp, a week-long summer day camp in Covington, Washington, run by the Diabetes Association of Pierce County. For us, camp is part of who we are as diabetics. Jessie is out this week recovering from getting her wisdom teeth out, but she'll be back soon enough. A quick reminder for our audience, if you have any questions about type 1 diabetes, please leave us a comment or send an email to colleen at inspiredforward.com. We'll answer listener questions in future episodes. I'm going to take the win, the fail, and the hack this week. So my win this week is the timing with my current sensor. I put it on yesterday morning, and it's due to last through my entire business trip starting on Monday. I always like it when I don't have to change a sensor on a trip, but I'll still bring backups just in case. For the fail of the week, Tandem started rolling out the Control IQ software update at the end of January, and they sent an email saying that when the update was ready for me, I'd get another email but I didn't get another email. I got impatient with waiting and Googled for updates on the rollout only to find out that I could have started the upgrade process by logging into my T-Connect portal at any time. So I did that yesterday as of this recording and finally started the update process. It shouldn't be more than a week or a couple weeks before I'm actually using Control IQ. Failed myself for not checking up on the rollout, but I am so excited to get Control IQ soon. And the hack this week is pretty simple, but it's worth bringing up again just due to the sheer number of diabetic kids at camp. I see test their blood sugar without cleaning off their fingers. Put a bottle of Purell or a bunch of alcohol swabs in your meter kit. Make it a habit to always clean your finger before testing your blood sugar. This helps reduce the number of test strips you use and prevents a false high reading. I only ever swipe my finger across the opening on the Purell bottle because I don't need to clean my whole hand just to test the tip of my pinky finger. One tiny bottle lasts ages. So this episode is all about diabetes camps. I've been going to diabetes camps since age six in 1999. My dad volunteered every year as a counselor and as a result, my tuition for camp was free. It was one of the best gifts I received from my family, a week every summer where I got to spend a lot of time not just with my dad, but also with a group of other diabetics who became family to me. A diabetes camp is a place for young diabetics, generally pre-high school aged, to experience a summer camp like non-diabetics. Depending on the camp, there's swimming, archery, horseback riding, go-karts, traditional camp games, mountain biking, boating, hiking, rock climbing, laser tag, pick up soccer games, arts and crafts, basically every opportunity to be a regular kid at a regular camp, just for diabetics. It's a place to meet people who are just like you, people who can share your struggles and wins while you share theirs. Camp is an equalizer. Everyone there has diabetes, or most people, because some of the counselors don't have diabetes, and it shows the breadth and diversity of the disease. 
At camp, diabetes is the norm rather than the exception. And for many children, this makes all the difference. At Panther Camp, we celebrate wins every day of the camp week. Whether it's an 11-year-old putting on her first infusion site by herself, a six-year-old testing his own blood sugar for the first time, or even an adult volunteer administering his first shot, we count them all because they all matter. For many parents, the prospect of sending their diabetic child off to summer camp is frightening because how do you know the camp will take proper care of your child's medical needs? That's what's great about Diabetes Camp. It's specifically for diabetics, which means we have medical volunteers and dedicated nurses for each age group. Kids at Diabetes Camp have an instant support network. Many diabetics feel alone and isolated with their disease, and just meeting other kids with the same thing forms an instant bond. I met one of my best friends, Brittany, at Panther Camp when we were both six years old. She's two weeks older than me, and we never would have met if not for our diagnoses and our parents' decisions to send us to Diabetes Camp. Camp can transform shy and fearful children with diabetes into confident young people who aren't afraid of their diagnosis, are less self-conscious about it, and are empowered to take care of themselves and stand up for themselves. Another important piece of going to diabetes camp is the education. Every year I learn something new, and 2020 will be my 21st year at Panther Camp. We have registered nurses and dietitians there to teach the kids about everything from carb counting and the role of insulin to how to handle the mental aspect of diabetes. Camp is where I learned the breathing technique I use to calm my anxiety and get me through stressful moments, like before I go speak in front of large audiences. My only experience with diabetes camp is a week-long summer day camp, but I know there are overnight camps and even some adult camps. So obviously overnight camps means that the camper spends the night at the camp under the care of the counselors and the medical staff. There's more opportunity to connect with other campers and camp staff at an overnight camp, but it's also more demanding on the volunteers. Day camp means that the camper just goes for the daylight hours, usually during the work hours. Panther camp is from 8 a.m. to about 3.30 or 4 p.m. There's a van service to bring kids to and from various areas around the greater Seattle and Tacoma areas, and many parents bring their kids to drop them off in the morning and pick them up in the afternoon. But what about adult camps? What if you went to a diabetes camp as a kid but missed that kind of connection as an adult and you aren't volunteering at a camp near you? There are actually adult camps and adult weekend retreats for type 1 diabetics. This is something I want to attend sometime in the near future. I love the idea of a diabetes camp for grown-ups since it's not called juvenile diabetes anymore. Those of us who are diagnosed as children and are now all grown up need the same kind of connection that the kids do. Another option for adults with type 1 is the annual Children with Diabetes Friends for Life Conference in Orlando, Florida. And you can find a link to that in the show notes. Alexa Brenner, who was our guest in episode 20, I think, still goes to this conference as an adult, and I've heard great things about it. You can check out the links in the show notes for a small selection of adult retreats or camps for adults with type 1. Well, how do you find a diabetes camp? The best place to start is by heading to www.diabetescamps.org, and you can search by camp name, state, and country. You can also ask for recommendations from your endocrinologist or local diabetes clinic. Talk to your diabetic friends and reach out to other diabetics online in the diabetes community. And you can listen to episode 27 for more information on diabetes communities. If you have diabetic children of camp age, consider sending them to camp this summer. Registration opens soon, or it's already open for many camps right now. What about volunteering at diabetes camp? I highly encourage adults with type 1 to volunteer at camps, even if you never went to camp as a kid. If you've never experienced diabetes camp as a kid, 
Going as an adult can help you realize just how important it is to connect with other diabetics. It provides the opportunity to meet other adults with type 1 and form support networks with the medical staff and volunteers. Panther Camp is like a family to me. I love everyone I volunteer with and I always look forward to seeing everyone every year. Another reason I like volunteering is that after camp's over for the day, I get to spend quality time with my adult camp friends, going out to dinner or just sitting in the lodge to talk. It's also a good experience for your significant others. My husband also loves going to camp with me. Now I want to talk about the camps in Washington State. Panther Camp, obviously, is my favorite camp. It's held the first or second week of July every year at Camp McCullough in Covington, Washington, right on the Pipe Lake. Registration is currently open as of this episode's release in March 2020. The camp experience allows children ages 4 to 13 with type 1 diabetes to meet other children with diabetes and talk with adults who have grown up with diabetes. Diabetes education is an important part of Panther Day Camp. However, the emphasis is on having fun, building relationships, building friendships, and sharing common concerns. Camp Leo is an overnight camp for type 1 diabetics in Washington held at Black Diamond Camp at Rainier in the shadow of Mount Rainier. Camp Leo registration opened on January 11, 2020 and closes on June 1st or when the camp is full, whichever comes first. Camp Leo's mission is that they are dedicated to enriching the lives of those affected by type 1 diabetes through programs that inspire, empower, educate, and promote community. Their vision is that every person with type 1 diabetes is empowered to live life to their fullest potential. And the last camp in Washington is Camp Sticks, and that's spelled S-T-I-X. It's held in northeastern Washington at Camp Reed on Fan Lake, just 30 miles from Spokane, and it's also an overnight camp. Registration for Camp Sticks opened on March 1st, and camp happens in June. Camp Sticks is an independent, community-based summer camp for children and teens with diabetes throughout the Northwest. Camp Sticks offers a one-week program for youth ages 9 to 16. The Camp Sticks organization also hosts Camp Twigs, an adventure camp also for children with diabetes, although I'm not sure if either of those are in Washington State. And for the Diabetes Spotlight this episode, we are totally and 100% shining the focus on Panther Day Camp. This camp is... It's so amazing. It's held every July in Covington, and those interested in attending can find out more at dapc.info. And camp registration packets start going out this month, March 2020. You can request packets between now and I think May or June, but the earlier you get on it, the more likely you'll be able to grab a spot. I love Panther Camp not only because I've met so many amazing people there, but also because it's a constant source of community, camaraderie, and empowerment for young people with diabetes. This camp was and still is the highlight of every summer for me, and I don't think I'd be the same diabetic without the strong positive influence of Diabetes Camp. I know this is a short episode, and so our question for you guys this week is, are you involved with any diabetes camps? Why or why not? We'd love to hear your reasons. Let us know in the comments or by sending an email. And that's it for this short episode of This is Type 1. You can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 31, that's the number 31, And if you have an idea for an upcoming episode, please leave us a comment or send an email. You can get straight to our podcast page by going to thisistype1.com. Our music is by Joseph McDade, and our audio wizard is my husband, Tim. I'm on all social media as at inspiredforward, and our email is colleen at inspiredforward.com. Jessie's on Instagram as at jj underscore crystal kat. Please feel free to send her questions or comments you have about type 1 or about the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and 
Leave us a review wherever you listen and subscribe since that helps other people find us. And be sure to listen in next week when we talk to Seth Bode, a pastor with type 1 diabetes who was also a police chaplain at one point. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.